Welcome to podcast number 60. Once again, yep, thanks everyone for tuning in. Thanks for the donations. Thanks for the requests. Yeah, no sponsor. I guess you could actually say that this podcast is sponsored by, by you, uh, by everybody that's, uh, that's uh, um, listening to this. And, uh, and of course, the you know, reason I'm doing this, these podcasts, is um, you know, to share this incredible sport that we have. And again, the more that I, that I um, am in the sport, the more people that I meet, uh, it is it is such an amazing sport, and and being able to to share it and to to show people right that they can get better. Part of this podcast will will address that uh, that you know if you do have the desire to get better in the sport, you can, you absolutely can. There's you know <laughs> this um, this is a sport. Right. It's it's not unlike a basketball or a football or whatever, you know, whatever sport it may be. And it's a skill, right? These are skills that that you have to acquire. These are skills that you have to train for. It, this is it's not natural, you know, for a human to jump on a two-wheeled, you know, two-wheel powered, you know, cycle and go down a straightaway at 160 miles an hour. It's not something that's normal. And so you you do have to think of this as a sport, and you do have to think of this as as training. And uh, that's you know, a lot of this is what's um, a lot of the, what this podcast is, is going to be is about maximizing your day um, when you are training or when you are practicing. So we're going to uh, we're going to get into that. All right. Podcast number 60, how to work with a coach. You know, you can also look at this as, you know, how do you approach, you know, a training day or how do you approach a practice day? And I've had I've had a bunch of people um, request different versions of this, and so as I've as I've taken notes on this one, this is this is um, kind of what I've come up with. So, first thing is, if you are working with a coach, I, I want to I, I definitely want to step back a little bit and refer to podcast forty three, and you know podcast forty three talks about how to how to pick a coach. If you haven't heard that one or you need to tune up on it, go back and listen to it. I went back and listened to it, looked at my notes, and I completely stand by that podcast. You know, and it's, and it's also really interesting as our sport evolves, and you know, this evolution of of you know bringing training to the forefront is um, is coming out more and more. This is going to be a bigger topic. So, picking your coach, picking your training, picking how you're practicing, man. I mean, this is. Again, this isn't you know picking a basketball coach where you shoot something and you miss the free throw. No, you, you know, the fundamentals that you build in this sport are potentially life threatening to yourself and to others. So, let's make sure the person or people or organization that you're working with know their shit. It definitely, uh, it definitely gets to me when I see some of the stuff that's going on out there and um, how out of order it is, how disingenuous it is. Or how limiting it is, right? Amateur coaching gets you amateur results. Sorry, I, that's all there is to it. And uh, yeah, gosh, it makes me so it makes it makes me so frustrated. So anyway, go back and listen to podcast forty-three. You know, part of what we're going to get into is with this is making sure you know the first thing is embrace training, right? This is something that we have to we have to build our skill skill levels to. It doesn't matter who you are. You know, I work with riders at the very, very sharp end of our sport here in America, Moto America. I, one of my riders won the 600cc you know, Super Sport Championship this year, and he trains. 
every time he gets on his motorcycle, I'll get a text message saying, what am I working on today? Right? So this is a person that, that approaches it is how can I get better? And even though their skill level is incredibly high. So we have to keep training. We have to keep practicing and embrace it. Man, that's, that's sort of the first step with that. Second thing that goes with this is when you start working with a coach or a trainer, differentiate between training and practice, right? So training is learning a new fundamental, is learning a new skill. And one of the things, uh, one of my other instructors, George, brings up a great point. I love the way that he says this is right. Is that when you, when you start training for something, right? You're train, you're going to train until you get it right. Right. So you're going to learn something and you're going to train until you get it right. You're going to keep practicing something until you can't get it wrong. And I, there's a huge differentiation between those two points. And I, I just, I love that aspect of it. Um, so let's make sure we're understanding. Are you training? Are you practicing? Two different things, okay? So once you've got your coach picked, right, however it may be, you know, from all of my years and years and thousands of people of, of, of doing this, let, let's, it starts with a couple things, right? Is, okay, why are you working with a coach, right? Why are you working with them? Because if you've, if you've decided, hey, I need an objective opinion for what I'm doing so I can get better, Awesome. Great. Right. So, so there's something that's holding you back from meeting your goal. I, I think that that's the first thing that has to be established in, in, you know, in, in the relationship is, okay, I'm coming to you because of X, Y, and Z, and this is holding me back from meeting my goal. And I think it's ex- extremely important to make sure that, that we have alignment with what your end goal is versus what you're, you know, you, you plan to be working on that day. If you're having a problem just with understanding direction or you're understanding um, slowest point of the corner, but you're working on body position, no, no, that's not it. You'd have to have an incredibly huge fundamental issue with body position for those things to happen, right? So let's make sure that you have a clear understanding of what your end goal is versus, versus what your goal is for that day to meet that goal. Second thing is the day, you know, the day that you're going to train. Give yourself permission to learn something, right? So it, it's so hard. Uh, it's so hard because of this sport. It's so funny because, you know, in other, other sports that I've worked, worked on and I've had coaches for, if I'm paying the money, I'm going to, you know, basically look at that as what do I got to do to get better, right? I'm going to be all in with that. We have a tendency in our sport to want to race your instructor or, you know, show off what your best lap time is or whatever. Mm-mm, no. Give yourself permission to learn. You're not going to learn something at 100. If you're at 100% of, of, of your of speed, right? 100% of your lap time capacity, you're not going to have any room in your brain to learn. So we want to train or, or practice at a rate in which we can absorb that. And it's going to be a lot slower than you think. Sorry, it is. It's going to be a lot slower than you think. And hopefully your coach or instructor knows this, your trainer knows this, right? So as soon as they see that going out the window, we got to back that off. So give yourself permission to learn. You know, as your day progresses, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of get, get into that, as your day progresses, let's make sure that, that we are connecting those long-term goals versus the short-term goals. How am I doing today? How is that relating? 
Let's make sure you're recording your data. Let's not waste your day. You know, there's so many studies that go into how we internalize information and how we synthesize that information and how we hold ourselves accountable for that information. So I'm going to be super clear here. Record your data, right? Whether it's note-taking, videos, debriefing, data acquisition, whether it's you you doing a, a, a video of you and your trainer working together during your debriefs, right? So record your data, write notes down, right? We, one of the things, if you look at my website, right, there, there's actually a scorecard of each session that you ride and how we score that. So record your data. Somehow record your data. Note-taking is the best, right? Because note-taking, we're a, you know, we have to go through the notes. Um, we have to internalize that information. We synthesize it in our own language. We write it down. Writing it down also makes you accountable for that. So let's make sure we're doing that. And also, let's look at, not only are we having our debriefing, right? You get done with the session. You come in, you debrief. You look at your video, whatever it may be. You get your, get your critiques. There should also be a briefing session before you go ride. So before you go ride, there should be, okay, um, I'm going to work on this particular thing. And remember, we're going to work on one thing at a time. If you want 100% result from one thing, yeah, you got to work on one thing at 100%. You're not, you're not going to get everything, every lap, every corner. It's not going to happen, right? But, but if we work on one thing at 100%, it shortcuts that time that you're learning and then as, you, as that becomes more muscle memory, then you, you, you'll have you know, room in your brain for other things. So let's record your data. Let's make sure we're taking notes. Get your videos. Have your briefing session before you go out and have your debriefing session before you leave. Another one that we look at, and we actually have quite a bit of um, issues with, make sure your equipment works for the training environment. You know, at the Rick Days, um, we, you know, we're just a huge fans, huge fans of, we, we essentially ride stock bikes on street tires. Why? Because it allows us the opportunity to not worry our, about our bike and only worry about ourselves. Pro riders come, they're going to ride a stock R6 on Q3s, and we don't touch the suspension. Sorry, we'll adjust levers or shifters if we need to, but that's it. We're not touching anything else they need to be able to adapt and they need to be able to adjust their riding. We're not going to sit there working on setup. You know, it's one thing if, if, if you're, if you've got your tire warmers on and all that, and you're, you're at, you're at a level where you want to have the tire warmers. Great. Fantastic. Let's make sure your equipment's in top notch shape. So it doesn't waste the value of your day. E easily, easily 20 to 30% of the days that I worked on when doing one or ones were overcome with uh, bike issues, something happened with the bike, but basically that ruined the, the training day. So, I mean, if I had a choice to ride a stock bike on street tires during a training day or a full-on race bike, I take the stock bike every single time. I don't have to worry about it. And I'm gonna maximize my day, maximize my learning. So let's make sure that we're understanding that. Let's, let's make sure your equipment works. Make sure your tires are good, right? So make sure that, that we're not taking away from that. And let's also make sure that we've got our notebook. Um, let's make sure we have whatever we need to do to, re to record videos, have all that done ahead of time. Um, if you need, you know, whatever SD card, something to download your videos to. The next thing that we'll, we'll look at 
is after your training day, follow up. Absolutely have a follow up. There should be follow up, right? So after the day, after, you know, because it, it, it tends to get pretty emotional during those days. There's a lot going on. Um, whatever the environment may be, whether it's a track day, those things, oh my gosh, follow up, follow up, follow up, have a debriefing on those, on those things. One, one way that I like to look at it, and this is something that we learned from our, our fighter pilots is typically for an hour in a plane, you know, depending on the mission, depending on what they're going to go, go do, they're going to have an hour briefing before and typically a two-hour debriefing after for their session. So think about that. Follow up, follow up, follow up. Follow up with your instructor. Follow up with your trainer. Right? Get, get, get establish that pathway. Otherwise, both you and your trainer are not going to be accountable. But one last thing I'll talk about that fits into this, and, and people have heard me talk about it, is let's, let's embrace thinking a little bit differently your, your training. You're training like an athlete. If you're riding a motorcycle on a racetrack, you're an athlete. You should think of yourself as an athlete. So what are the three aspects of an athlete? Right? You have your technique and your craft. You have your physical fitness and your mental fitness. When you're working with a trainer or a coach, it can be in each one of these things. Right? So my yoga, my yoga instructor, my yoga instructor is also my trainer, right? So, so she, she's going to work with me on my physical stuff as well as my mental stuff. So realize that it, it's not just limited to the racetrack. It's all these different things. And you have to look at and see how they all fit in together and what's, it's part of what's holding you back. So let's not forget that it's not just the on-bike things that we're worried about. It's the off-the-bike as well and all the things that we can do to train off the bike as well. So let's let's make sure that you're you're looking at that. We have different types of trainers that 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 give us the success we want in this sport. All right. How to work with a coach. Let's make sure that that we're doing some of these things, make sure we're picking the right people. Um, let's make sure that we're giving ourselves the permission to learn, to put our ego in check when it comes to those things. Let's look at our goals. And constantly referring back to, you know, am I on a trajectory to meet my long-term goals via my short-term goals? Let's make sure we have our report cards, right? Let's make sure that we have our, our note-taking done and that we're able to meet those goals. Make sure your equipment's in good shape. And the follow-up, oh my gosh, the follow-up um, is, is so, so important regardless of, you know, what you're working on on or off the bike. Copyright 2018, Ken Hill Coaching, All Rights Reserved.